Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up and welcome to the Sam Dracula channel, Charlotte Hornets fan channel, and the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. Yes, we're multitasking here this week talking about Summer League, all right? It's behind us, it's over with, it's done with. Whether you love it or hate it, Summer League is in the rearview mirror, and I thought I would, you know, just to save myself and just like, you know, maintain my sanity a little bit more that I just do um, a video on my YouTube channel on Sam Dracula and then also do a podcast recording at the same time. So that's what this is. So if you're listening to this and you want to see the video of it, head on over to youtube.com slash Sam Dracula. If you're watching this and you want to listen to it instead, Believe in Hornets is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Anywhere you find your podcast. We're there with summer league in the rear view i want to just talk about it in general as we look forward right like the summer league is weird i gotta remind myself that it's weird a lot of these guys won't play for the hornets they may get shots down the line with the team may get shots with other teams in the future but this isn't the hornets team even though they're kind of wearing the same jerseys you know we got 10 minute quarters there's 10 fouls it's weird a lot of it is weird defense is kind of eh. it's weird but there are a lot of interesting things to take away from it, especially as you look at this potential Hornets roster as they kind of want to look to to fill out that roster because a lot of it is set in stone, right? When the season tips off, we know what this team is going to look like for the most part. The questions become who fills out that nine to like 15 range of the rotation? And I have a few ideas um, today. I'm going to talk through it and give you my thoughts on who that final 15 should be in the context of the opening night, right? Time can change, players can get better, players can regress, guys can get hurt. I'm just looking at from what we've seen in summer league and what we know about you know, the moves the Hornets made in the uh, off season, what the team could look like day one, game one. Before we get into the Summer League stuff, I want to say thank you to Bet Online for sponsoring the podcast. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. As of right now, looking at what the Hornets did in the offseason up until this point, I think the Hornets have a solid eight, like ironed out in stone. Those eight players in no particular order, Lamelo, Ish Smith, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, Kelly Oubre Jr., Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, and Mason 
Plumley. That's eight, right? Yeah, I got eight fingers up. So then you need to factor in like who from last year that aren't in that those eight will be part of the mix this year. Those like contenders would be Jalen McDaniels, Cody Martin. You're looking at Nick Richards, Vernon Carey, uh, Grant Riller, Nate Darling, like those type of guys. So there's a lot of like figuring out. And then you pile in Owundu, who they traded for and well, who they acquired in the Devontae deal, right? You factor in the rookies, you factor in LiAngelo. A lot, a lot needs to be determined there, right? You know, before I started recording, I came up with a list of like 21 guys, right? That's a lot of, that's a lot of talent, a lot of guys that are in the mix for that 15, for that final 15. And some of those guys are locks to be two ways. So like Kuboka, and Scotty Lewis signed two-way contracts already. So they'll be in the mix in some form or fashion between Greensboro and Charlotte. No questions about it, which I'm happy about, you know? Uh, I like Kuboka a lot and, and Scotty Lewis too. So that, more about, more about them later. But that takes it down from like 21 to 19, which makes it more manageable because then you're looking at only, you know, moving on or cutting four guys instead of six. With Summer League behind us, you know, the Hornets went winless in that stretch, which is, you know, whatever. Uh, not great, but I'm not too worried about it. The team looked very hot and cold, even within the same game. Like, uh, this, the, not this past game, but the game before, you know, that would, they could have a rough first quarter, a great second and third quarter, and a rough fourth quarter. Like, really struggling to string positive momentum for the entirety of a game, which is, which is crazy because the games are only... 40 minutes. So you can't, what are you going to do? But what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> but you know, it's not that deep because it's just summer league. It is what it is. So let's get into it for the purposes of this discussion, right? We're only talking about this year, like this upcoming season opening night. All right. 15 guys I can name during this. I'm pretty sure I have 15 guys listed here. <laughs> if I do this and end up with 16 somehow, my bad, but I've, I've written this out. I've double checked it. I've triple checked it. I think we're straight. So hopefully I'm not cheating here. If anyone, if I name too many, too many guys here, let me know. All right. My Twitter, Sam Dracula, Instagram, Samuel Dracula, send me a message. All right. I'll fix it later, but I think we're good with 15. And then, you know, realistically, just because a guy's on the roster, he's not playing, right? Cause on average about 10 players are going to touch the floor on a given night. And considering how last season ended or not really how it ended, but that whole like two month stretch leading up to the end of the season, depth is a major concern for this roster um, going in to this off season. I think the front office has addressed the depth issue very well, despite losing Malik, Devante, Cody Zeller, Bismack. This team has done a lot, I'd say to reinforce the depth and the rotation to the point where I think this is a stronger team on paper, at least than it was last year. Let's start off with the main players. All right. The guys that will be featured the most, they'll play the most games, they'll play the most minutes, you know, injuries, notwithstanding, obviously like the planned major contributors for the Charlotte Hornets in the 21, 22 season. All right. In no particular order, I'm not talking starters, bench guys, whatever, just the main guys, right? The guys we know about, LaMelo Ball, Ish Smith, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, Kelly Oubre, Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington, 
Mason Plumley. We know who those guys are, what they can be this season, and what they could be in the future. I think the eight is solidified, right? And then I want to add in Jalen McDaniels into that group. He's gotten so much better last season, plus his versatility, being able to play the three, four, and five, like in a small ball situation, makes him, to me, a must-have in the top 15, right, in this final roster. Um, especially because Brago's name dropped him in interviews talking about how he's working out in Vegas with the rest of the boys. So I think he's in the plans for the Hornets this upcoming year, as he should be. So with those eight that I mentioned, plus McDaniels, that brings us to nine. And what takes us to 10 is Wes Uwundu, all right, the, the, the wing that came from New Orleans in the Devontae deal. He has way too much NBA experience to not be part of this team, like. He, his, the, his acquisition, right, the acquisition of, of Wundu is in direct response to this team's lack of experience last year. And he's a young-ish guy, like still like relatively early in his career, but he's logged in like over 200 NBA games in his young career thus far. And having a guy like that who's an athletic wing that can push the pace and be involved uh, defensively as well, he has to be part of this team. So that, that takes us to 10. You know, spots are going quickly. They're going really quick. I got to 10 players like in no time, right? <laughs> like the Brego, Cupcheck, MJ, anyone and everyone involved with the final roster is going to have a tough, some tough decisions to make because without even trying, I got to 10. We have five spots remaining, right? And um, honestly, like <laughs> it's looking pretty good. Like the wing depth the Hornets have now, miles better than it was last year. Like when Hayward was out injured, they went to Caleb Martin, Cody Martin, and Jalen McDaniels. Now, if Hayward is unavailable, we're at Kelly Oubre, Awundu, McDaniels is still there. Caleb was cut. Cody Martin is still there. Like the, the levels have been upped in that position specifically in a very short amount of time. So salute to Cupjack and whomever for getting the team in this position. With 10 spots gone and five remaining, the first guy I want to mention to take that one of those five spots is James Booknight. I think of the remaining players I'm going to mention here, he's going to be the most, most used um, in that stretch. I think he has the highest potential of anybody remaining, and he's a must, right? He's a lock to make the roster for opening night. With Summer League behind us, I think it's pretty clear what you know, James Booknight will offer for this team, okay? I think we'll see a guy who can operate in his best position, like the shooting guard, the, the, the second guard next to Ish Smith, next to LaMelo Ball, I think he'll thrive in that scenario, in that setting, because he's shown the ability to be effective off the catch and shoot and off the dribble. Being able to do both makes me think he can slide in to whatever scheme the Hornets have out on the floor at any given time, because being a bench player initially in his career, He's going to have to be flexible and being able to adapt to different offensive sets and to different defensive sets. And I think Booknight can do that. I think if Booknight can work on his playmaking and dribbling and decision making, as well as his defense, he can be a $100 million player. Like, he has a big contract in his future if he can continue to round out his game. I think he has the potential and I think he will reach that potential here. Uh, playing with LaMelo, I think long-term LaMelo and Booknight will be one of the best backcourts in the league. That, that's in the future. 
right? I'm not, <laughs> that's going to take some time. That's going to take some time. Book Night's not there yet. But I think two, three years from now, LaMelo and Book Night will be a, a killer pairing in the backcourt. Four spots left. The next spot's going to Kai Jones. He needs to be with the main team. Because I'm afraid if he goes to Greensboro and he's not around seasoned vets, he will develop bad habits. I look at Summer League, his, his run in Summer League specifically, he looked like a guy who's just trying stuff out, which I'm okay with. There didn't seem to be a lot of discipline with the shots he was taking or his position defensively at times. So I'm willing to give him a pass. Like I like that he was trying different stuff, but he needs a vet in his ear to tell him what to do and what not to do, okay? And I think he's only going to get that with the main team. And I think he's too good to not have on the main team when the season begins as like during his rookie year as a bench guy during his rookie year I look at him as a guy who should be married to Mason Plumley, right Mason and him should link up they should travel together whenever Kai's on the floor I need Plumley on the floor just so Mason can be in Kai's ear right he needs he needs that vet to, to tell him what to do and what not to do at all times. Kai's an incredible rim runner, finisher, and just a lob threat in general. And if he just focuses on that, like on like during NBA games, <laughs> um, as not taking crazy jumpers or trying to ISO guys, he'll be a very useful player for the Hornets during his rookie year, right? In his off time, in practice, he can work on the other stuff and continue to develop that other stuff. But I look at him as a pure energy guy that can play the four, um, maybe the five at times, and really change the pace when he's on the floor and create some mismatch issues. I'm really excited what Kai Jones can offer and for what uh, Eric Collins will have to say about him when he's out there running things. The main thing, I need him to be playing with veteran bigs and veteran guards, right? And LaMelo included. I know is going to be his second year, but you know what I mean. Like established guards, established bigs, because that will help him raise his game up. He won't try to be doing the things he did in summer league, which I don't think he will try to do in a real NBA game, but you never really know. And having that veteran presence make, will make sure that doesn't happen. And if it does happen, it won't happen ever again because he'll go to the bench if he takes some of those shots he was taking in summer league. But I like Kai Jones, and I think his, his athleticism will be useful on the rebounding side of things, if he remains engaged, and as well on the defensive side of things, although I think he has a, a high potential of fouling out <laughs> so if he doesn't be careful and be smart. So I think the effort will be there. You just got to get that experience and learn uh, you know, where to be at the right time. That's 12 spots gone. Three remain. A lot of talent and not a lot of spots remaining, which if you're the Hornets is a very good problem to have, like a very, very good problem to be in, right? And for those players, you know, if they don't make the final team, they'll find a spot. They'll find a spot somewhere. If not with the Hornets in Greensboro, they'll find a spot with another franchise, I am sure. The 13th spot, JT Thor. Second round pick, high second round pick. Ton of potential on him. You know, very raw. He looks to be a, a, a really good defender through summer league with some, um, some shooting ability, not great not great um the shooting but that will come in time he's he's a project and i think being with the main team will be beneficial for him you know he can learn from Ubre, who fit the same kind of archetype right 
defenders. Oubre has learned to be a, a spot-up shooter. Maybe JT Thor can, can, can carve out a niche for himself in that, in that respect. I think JT can learn a lot from Gordon Hayward as well in practice, just watching Hayward up close during games. So I would JT Thor, I think, is another lock for the final 15 uh, to start the season and um, could do bits, I think, long-term. But in the short term, as a bench defensive specialist, at the very least, running the floor on fast breaks. I don't see him offering much in the half court off rip, but long term, I like where he can go. Two spots left. Two. To get to 15. <laughs> this is tough. This is really tough. I really struggled with this spot specifically. All right. This 14 spot. Because I think the Hornets need to let somebody go. Uh, between Nick Richards and Vernon Carey. I like Vernon Carey. I like his upside. He's done an incredible job getting himself in shape. He's lost a ton of weight. He looks great out there. He's, he moves well out there. But he's an undersized center, right? And I think Kai Jones can do everything Vernon Carey can do offensively with more upside in Kai. And so when I look at like one of these two remaining spots, and the young bigs the Hornets have, Nick Richards and Vernon Carey, I'm leaning more towards keeping Nick Richards over Vernon Carey. I think it would be beneficial for the Hornets and Vernon to you know, fi find him a new landing spot. I think he has some trade value. As a young big, a young scoring big, I, I think a, a decent amount of teams could use a guy like that. And if they could flip him for another second-round pick, I think that'd be, that'd be useful for a lot of teams, even the Hornets. If it's me, I'm back in Nick Richards as the other young big, right? Nick and Kai and Mason and PJ would be my, my rotation, right? My center rotation for this, for this season. With the summer league behind us, I just wasn't really blown away with what I saw from Vernon. Um, I, I think he showed flashes at times of what he could be, but I just, I think Kai can do what he can do. And then also when you look at Nick Richards, and I say this with nothing but love, he does, he's very boring. He does the boring stuff. And, you know, bored man gets paid. If Nick Richards can just focus in on, um, on blocking shots or contesting shots, at least, rebounding and dunks, like just three things. You do those three things, Nick Richards, you're going to play in the league for a very long time. They're a guy, you can make $8 million a year for the rest of his career if he focuses in on those three things and for the hornets going to a bench guy that brings rebounding brings you know interior defense brings you know the seldom dunk here and there that's a dub plus i think he could be a, a good running mate with kai jones as those two develop you know kai at the four nick richards at the five kuboka and scotty lewis already signed uh two-way contracts so they're covered, not worried about them. They'll be making appearances in Charlotte and Greensboro throughout the season, which I'm, I'm glad to see. They both need more development, but I think they can both bring something to the main team if they're with the main team. Koboka with the shooting ability and playmaking, Scotty Lewis with his defense. There's, there's, there's value in both those cats, and I like that they're in this situation that they can kind of float between the two teams. And it makes things easier for me because I don't have to try to squeeze them into this 15. They're covered in the two-way. The contenders for the final spot. All right, Vernon Carey, like I just mentioned, I still think the Hornets should trade him if they can, get a second round pick for him. 
just, you know, move him along to a team that could use him because I think we have a roadblock situation for him in Charlotte. Cody Martin, he's a contender for that final spot. Then you have the young point guards in Carton and Riller. I think point guard play in the summer league was kind of meh from either of them. I think they could both use more seasoning in the G League. So they're, I'm taking them out of the running. And that really leaves, for me, leaves Cody Martin and LiAngelo Ball. Cody, you know you're getting defense, right? He's a high effort, high intensity guy. And he's also a guy that's willing to fight somebody. That's not to be discounted. I like that about Cody Martin. I like that. And then on the other hand, you have LiAngelo Ball, right? A way more of an offensive threat than Cody Martin. You know, and, and Jello through the summer league has shown he can do some stuff on defense too. But when you look at Cody Martin's best asset, defense, and what the Hornets did in the offseason with Oubre, Wandu, um, Ishmith, uh, JT Thor, and Scotty Lewis in the draft, those guys are kind of like scooping Cody's heat a little bit on the defensive side, right? In the short term and in the long term. And then look at Leangelo. This is just more offensive upside, especially compared to those other guys, right? Like the Hornets need shooting. And Leangelo has shown he, he, he has an NBA-ready shot. Like that quick release, his basketball IQ, that's really hard to pass up, at least for me in this list I'm doing. So my 15th spot, you know, my final spot on this 15-man roster goes to Leangelo Ball. I think Leangelo can carve out a niche for himself in this league as a 3 and D guy for a very long time. And, and if the Hornets, you know, give him a G League assignment, there's a good chance another team can come calling and the Hornets lose him, right? Especially when the Hornets need some shooting off the bench, especially. And then also, it's a good, it's a good will gesture to LaMelo. Like, Leangelo's not a scrub, so it's, it's, it's not to say, like, it wouldn't be a move just to make Melo happy because it would strengthen the team. Like, but there's that added aspect of things of doing the future of your franchise a solid by bringing his brother in. That's my list. That's my 15, you know, in no particular order, just the 15 bodies to start the season with for the 21-22 campaign. All right, here we go. LaMelo Ball, Ish Smith, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, Kelly Oubre Jr., Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington Jr., Mason Plumley, Jalen McDaniels, Wessel Wandu, James Booknight, Kai Jones, JT Thor, Nick Richards, and Lee Angelo Ball. What do you think? What's your list? Who's your 15? Who do you want to see start with the Hornets for opening night? It's not that far off. Preseason starts in October. It's going to come like, it's going to be so fast. All of a sudden, we're going to be at the all-star break, man. Things, I think things are going to continue to ramp up as the summer uh, kind of goes on. Teams are still making trades, so who, the, who knows what the Hornets have up their sleeve. Like, Eric Bledsoe has been on mad teams already. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But hit me up. My Twitter, Sam Dracula. My Instagram, Samuel Dracula. Let me know who you want to see in that Final 15. And, uh, man, it's a... It's a it's a great time to be a Hornets fan. I really like the direction the team is headed. I like the personnel here in Charlotte. Like, theoretically, they're, they're in Vegas or like all over the country. But you know what I mean. Like, it's part of the franchise. I like the people, the players in the mix thus far. And really, um, I hope it's a Charlotte Hornets revenge tour when the season kicks off or tips off here in the next few months. But, hey, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening, you've been listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. 
presented by Bet Online. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for checking out the stuff. Make sure you subscribe. I will see you next time. Peace. Perfect. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube